Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, cranky, cranky Mrs. Woog, and my good friend, Mrs. Berry. Uh, Mrs. Woog just said to me, I'm in a very strange mood, and I said, don't say a word more, we need to start on that spot. I have been through every single emotion available since last Saturday. I have been up and down and up and down, and I am done. Why? I'm exhausted. I've been, and this week I've just been operating on this low level anxiety. So the anxiety's back. I know, and I've been so good with it. Well, that's that's disappointing. That pisses me off, to be honest, because I've done so much work on myself. So much work? Yes, like I I actually. I thought the house was going to fix all that. No, 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 it's not the house, it's just the state of the world. Oh, well, that, well, that's. You know, I was just like yesterday, I went up to um, Woolies at Nutri Bay. Yes. You could not get a park. No, there were a million people there, yeah. and I had to actually talk myself out of a panic attack. I haven't had a panic attack in years. What am I, 34? You always have a panic attack. You can't say you've never had, you haven't had <laughs> but one in years. I haven't had one in years. I have a, not a had fully one blown one. No, not a full, like I've gone, oh, that's happening, and then I can pull myself out of it. Yeah. But it is just, it's exhausting. That is exhausting. And, it is, yes. I like, you know I love my husband. You know I love him. I do. He's driving me fucking crazy. Is he? You need to, do you know what? I wish we had a spare room because don't you reckon he'd love little holidays at our place? Like where he's just near the water. So then he can just yeah. go and do crazy. But it's not that he's done anything wrong. It's me. No. Maybe you need to come to our place for a holiday. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Here, get away from your men and come to mine. Yeah. And because like, you know, all of my travel work's been cancelled and everything. Um. I don't have anything to sort of. <gasps> well, don't forward to. And you've, you're the one that's taught me all about that, mm. that you have to have something to look forward to. I know. Little things each week yeah. and big things yeah, like once a quarter. Every quarter. So, um, I am... And I just want to finish off by oh, yes. saying I know that I'm not alone. No. Because I've put this on Facebook and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are the same. Yep. Exhausted. I think everyone is in... Everyone has adrenal fatigue. That's what it is. From the world just being completely in flux and I just think I um I've been that way this way I've been feeling quite that the sense of overwhelm has been more prevalent this week and uh, so to relax today I sat down and I watched the four corners from last week mm. that was by Stan Grant and uh, that was deeply relaxing and then I started to watch the one with uh, the Q&A uh, with Julia Gillard which so just all I did some nine mind brain numbing brain work. Yeah. So and all I could do when I sat there and looked at her was just go, I miss you so much. I miss a voice of reason. <sighs> I miss I miss a voice in our government that is about kindness, policy and about process rather than just just um, what do they call it? What's that? What's the pop- populism rather than just populism? Anyway, so that was, yeah, that was a really good idea. But then, of course, we were talking yesterday about how we were both in this state and I said, come over for dinner. And you said, we can't do it tonight, but you come and stay tomorrow night. So we did that and then I made dessert and then we managed to explode the butterscotch sauce in the car on the way here. That's not good. So yeah, it's all, everything's great. Everything actually is, is actually fine because luckily I had poured three quarters of it over the pudding. I know, she's made my favourite dessert ever. Yeah, which I didn't even know. And I, I said to Woos, I sent her a text saying, I've run out of time to make dessert because I've been baking bread. And then Rob, but Rob has said, 
what do you, we should be late. Let's be late. Just it doesn't matter. Like let's just you know rather be late with dessert than early or on time and without or something. Half an hour late with dessert. If you fail to accept the invitation on time with no dessert. There you go. And so now you've sort of got dessert. Three. No, you've got dessert. We've got dessert. We've got dessert. We've got dessert. We've got dessert. And, we're only two hours. Um, and we're only two hours late. But that's sort of standard MI, really, isn't it? Um, okay, speaking of politics, who are you... Well, speaking of well, whatever. Overt, yeah. Who are you going to give your hernia of the week to? The hernia of the week, listeners, is to someone who we wish... Well, I wanted to wish them dead, but then... Kim thought that was a bit drastic, and I, you know, on reflection, probably agree that I don't wish anyone did. But yes, um, and then we wish oh, the other thing. Wait, you just got to reel that back a bit. We'll come to that next. Yeah. What happened to your groin? Oh, Tell, like what happened? I slipped over. Where down there? Down there, in the slippery slopes. You had a fall. I suffered a fall. <laughs> one leg went one way, one leg went the other way, and oh. I was in a fair amount of pain. You don't realize how much you need your groin until it's gone. That just sounds. Excruciating. It was so painful. Um, it's sort of going now, but it does take me a while to put jeans on and shoes. <laughs> I suffered a fall like an old lady would. I'm had a fall. Uh, I know. Oh. I wrote about what it. What do you need to do? Yeah, I know. But what do you need to do with a groin with a groin injury? Rest it. Is so, that it? I have been doing. Have you been? Have you been leaning into I have the rest? Been honouring my groin strain <laughs> by sitting there on that couch with a book. Well, that's you see, that's under part of a blanket. But you see, that's it. You see, that's part of the peaks and troughs. Yeah, because you've actually had you've had a lot of time in your head, <laughs> and we both know that for either of us, a lot of time in our own headspace is not, a, not nothing good. good comes of it. Hernia of the week. I hernia wish week. the yes. hernia of my hernia of the week goes to Scott Morrison. Um, you could almost say that every week, but I've given him a break for a while now, but he's back because he would have to be, I think, the laziest Prime Minister we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Has he actually gone on holidays? Did that actually happen? Uh, I don't know because I don't care anymore. I don't care for him. Um, my hernia of the week. You know, they, they've like the uh, Canberra not going back for a... Oh, I know. Yeah, but kids can go to school. But, yeah. yeah, kids can go to school, but politicians can't go and yeah, actually represent the country. Fucking lazy. It's astounding. Yeah. How do you, how do you escape being held accountable for? You just cancel Parliament. Yeah. You just go. Oh, we won't go back. And then, we won't go back. Uh, no, no. We no. just. Oh, we had Sydney watch the footy day. Oh, okay, so you know who my hernia of the week is going to. Hernia of the week. Drum roll, please. Ding. The AFL. <laughs> Collingwood Football Company, Football Club and Collingwood supporters who have left comments and support uh, for one of the players that is currently facing assault charges from 2015. I don't know about shit week. And talking about um, basically that that's, he needed the player who had a week off and initially it was of the understanding, well, people were thinking that he, Collingwood, had given him a one-week suspension for this, you know, because he's now being charged. Because that's what you need. Like, if you've, if you've been charged with sexual assault, a one-week ban, that should, from your, you know, your club. Your employer. Your employer. That, that sends a good message. That tells every young man who looks, idolises this guy, every young woman who wants to, I, anyway... No, he didn't actually get a one-week ban. He didn't get any ban. The reason he didn't play for a week was because he had been in prison when he was 
arrested or whatever, COVID. however they do it. He had to be. Because he had to have two COVID tests. It wasn't because the club wasn't reprimanding him or, or holding him accountable. And then when he, and apparently he played today or yesterday, who the fuck cares? And all of these supporters came out saying, um, all these supporters came out saying, you wonderful, don't blame him. Uh, all of these, uh, you know, supporters came out going, oh, that one week band did him well. That slut, that this, that, you know, oh, did him well having that week off because apparently he had a cracker of a game. And then he led the team off. He mm. led the team off the field. So my hernia of the week, and I am wishing them a lot of ill, a lot. Like a mega whammy hernia? Yeah. I'm groin. I'm wishing them groin hernias. Groin hernias. Oh, now there's a word I don't ever want to think about again. Um, yeah, because... that Clementine Ford was all over this this week. Yeah. And, um, and so I only caught up... And I, I only of... caught up with it today, and that's why it's really top of mind for me at the moment. And I think, you know, the one thing that, I mean, everything that pretty much, I pretty much agree with nearly everything that comes out of her mouth. Um, but the one thing that she said that really resonated for me is why are we so hell bent? Why are we, why is everyone so fucking afraid of holding men to a standard of behavior that involves them not fucking sexually assaulting people? Mm. Why? Why do we let these men still play? But Why do these men let these men still go to work? Why do we let this happen? Because it's all been run by men, and it's all the companies are run by men, and, and this all the sponsorships line, are run and by this men. line where she said, "When it comes to rape, women have a past, and men have a potential." And that's it. Every, you think about every single case you've ever heard about. A woman being sexually assaulted or right it's all about like judgment on her yep. potential on him and it's like i'm so we've got boys right and i've always got a lot of boys in my house and you know we all talk and consent is the biggest thing that i can't stop yeah talking to them about consent but it's just consent yes but it also comes down to just what is your moral compass? Like Andrew Johns. And this was the thing. And, you know, I have gone on about that since it happened. That's disgusting. I have gone on about it. And I have gone on about I stopped watching Channel 9 when he came back onto the, onto the footy show. I stopped watching, like, anything from Channel 9. Well, because pretty shit anyway. Like, I know, right? Like, I'm, I'm, out I, I realise I have not lost. <laughs> that has not been a great, you know... Um, Sacrifice on my free to air television, but is the fact that he could have been a part, and he was a part of that, that incident, gross. and he was married, and he was in his thirties, and he, cons- and he, who did this to this woman, and he was part of it, and he didn't do anything for the other to oh. to, to stop these men. Oh, oh my god, it was very animalistic and very upsetting. I'm sorry, we should have actually. Address this with a trigger warning. I didn't realise that it was I'll put going a, to go. I'll put a trigger warning on it when, um, for in the before it starts. Mm, okay. What else has happened this week? Um, so that that's really you know that's really bad. What else has happened? Um, we I made goulash. Oh, detailed. And so this was a very big exciting thing for me because you know it's a way for me to bond with Mister Woog because you know he and I are very different. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, you're like, I'll marry a couple. 
And also, um, DP Doris, who is um, now my deputy editor, very exciting. She's had a promotion. Um, she is Croatian, and so she's a big Gulash family too. Uh, yeah, and it was just sensational. Harry's latest love interest is Croatian. Interesting. I've never seen a more beautiful-looking woman in my entire well, life. You know, my bestie Marina is Croatian, and she's over fifty, and she looks like she's about thirty. Yeah. She has a smoking hot body. She works fucking hard for it, but she is terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. The cranky. We call her the cranky crow. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. And you've got one of Harry's friends is is Croatian as yes. well. And uh, and he's petrified of his mother. Yeah. They're a fierce, they're a fierce, uh, they're a fierce people. A fierce people. Yes. And anyway, so I was having dinner with, with this girl the other night. She was at the dinner table just sitting here. And I was looking at her going super, like supermodel. And then looking at Harry going, oh dude. He's punching above his weight. Way above his weight. <laughs> this is not going to end well. Oh, wow. God, I wouldn't, wouldn't. Is she the same age? Is she older? Younger? Uh, same age. Yeah. Oh, she's six foot one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, hey, let, <laughs> let's 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 look forward to guiding him know, through that disaster. None of my boys have brought home a girl ever. I mean, Oscar's his own, you know, Oscar's Oscar. Speaking of holidays, but Felix has never brought a girl home. He had there was the girl that he took his, to his year twelve formal, and she was delightful, and I was quite ready for her to be part of the household. And I remember I picked them up and I was driving them back to, we were driving home and I remember just like almost crashing the car because I couldn't stop. I just keep looking across and even at the end of her, the night, her makeup was immaculate. <laughs> I don't know how these girls do How do they do that? Where's the fizzy? Where's the frosted pink lipstick? Where's, yeah. the, where's all the right things? She just had the contouring and the smoky oh, eye and the, beautiful. it was just, they're just beautiful. And I'm like, like, I look like I've been dragged through a hedge backwards on a good day. Well, Jack's upstairs with ten of his little girlfriends Oh, dear now. God. Really? Um, yeah, and they all look the same to me, which is a terrible thing to say. But they all have long hair parted in the middle. They all wear the same sort of things. Yeah. Um, lovely. Lovely. Are they? They're not flibbity gibbets? No, not flibbity gibbets. Oh, that's okay. They put up with Jack. It's been a weird... It's been a pretty weird, cruisy week, actually. I don't really have much to report. Okay, well, that's good. Is that good? That's good. I'm going to the hairdressers next week. That's how oh. exciting my life has become. Oh, so am I. Oh, and, and but the, only for a shave. And the GP. So just for a shave. How oh, exciting. Going to the GP. Because I've decided to finally address my situation down there. Oh. So the last period I had was five days of cramping and then just five days of blood clots. So I'm done. <sighs> I'm done. You've got to be I'm, done. I'm absolutely one after last week, which was when I was yes. suffering from my groin and period pain. Oh, no wonder I was in such a bad mood. I know. I swear to God, you get three periods to my one. I swear to God, you say that every single. I know. I probably do. Yeah. And mine's weird. And I, you know what I'm doing? What? Well, I'm going to talk to Dr. Eve first and see whether she thinks that's a good idea because, you know, her being a doctor and all. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking about getting an ablation. That's where they laser out yeah, the yeah. uterus yeah, and then shoving up a marina so I never have to deal with them again. Mm. Okay. But then I'm worried that the marina's going to... With my I know. Yes, you see, this is the thing oh. with the marina. It's a very polarising thing. Women who have it, love it. Some women who've had it, hate it. Yeah. And it's a very microscopic dose of progesterone. 
But my psychiatrist is like, nah, nah, nada, shut it down, not a great idea. Yeah, so that might happen if that's the case. My plan B is to remove my ovaries. Oh, okay. Because I just think having a full hysterectomy is fairly major. But don't they take the womb first? Isn't that the oh, first thing they take? Anyway, so this is how often I like, obviously need to go and see the doctor <laughs> because I, I'm just making shit oh, listen, up now. Yes, hello, we're the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. <laughs> and meanwhile, we're basically going, so what do they take out in your hysterectomy? Do they take your womb? Do they take your ovaries? Do they take it all? Well, I know they take, if they take it all, they take it all. But yeah. if they're only doing one But bit, if they take it all, you have to be like sort of six weeks recovery. And I just don't think I could do that. <laughs> Really? I would lean into that would like you? a mofo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. Too much time in my own head. Oh, God, oh. I'd be a nutcase. I don't know. I think you I'd couldn't do... get up and cook, though. You have to sort of just... Yeah, see, that would be the problem yeah. for me, is that, yes, you're not allowed to be lifting the bread in and out of the oven. <gasps> That's been a weekly highlight today. Oh, let's talk about baking. <laughs> today, I made my You've first... Got 30 seconds. I go. made my first ever rye and caraway loaf today. I haven't tried it yet because I was waiting for it to cool down, but, oh, my God, it smells amazing. That's all. That's all. Thank yep. God. Um, okay, because I thought if you, if you if they leave your ovaries, then you don't need to then you don't need to do patches. But if they take your ovaries, then you have to go on to hormone patches. Please don't listen to don't us. Listen to us. Don't we listen to us. We've got no idea. I'll, I'll listen, respond. I didn't even know whether Port Stephens was south or west or east or north this that week. Was very funny to follow up. <laughs> but I will report back. I'll, I'll take him my um, notebook and I'll ask Dr. Eve all these questions. Do you know what the, the funniest thing about that of me going, Oscar's going to Port Stephens and uh, up north? And then I suddenly went, Is it? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure that isn't there another port down south? And all these people who, you know, just think they're hilarious uh, were like, Port Kembla? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, because who isn't going who isn't going for a weekend away at the at the at the um smelter? You know? <laughs> That's just what you wanna do. You wanna go to the steelworks. Oh honestly, you're not gonna know yourself. who's taking him? He's gone. Like he's, who's he's he there. gone with? He's gone with Summit Disability, which is a wonderful organisation we do. Some do they have earplugs? And they've, it's just the boys. It's a boys' weekend. Oh, it's the little group. It's the group of them that they go out for dinner together, like once a month, pre-COVID. And um, so yeah, they're they've gone off. Did you notice that Rob's put his ear, earplugs in? <laughs> <laughs> Rob's on the couch in the kitchen. And he was reading his book and we were squawking and now he's put his earplugs in. And now he's wearing his, now he's got his um, noise cancelling AirPods in. <laughs> What's that say? God love him. He's so good. Like, they'll just go. It's Man. so funny because um, cause the boys are here to the, tonight because we're doing this on a Saturday night because we're ragers. Drinking Japanese gin, which, oh, it's so delicious. I Roku gin. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so good. Um, and the boys are so funny because they're, they're quite different. Yes. Um, and, and Mr. Wu goes, Will you be offended if I go and watch the MotoGP? And Rob's like, will you be offended <laughs> if I read my book? <laughs> That's some bonding for you. That's just great. I mean, yeah. really, he could just they could just be sitting in there yeah. together. Yeah. Earpods in, reading his book about the history of the internet. But look at him sitting up there with Isabel. I know. Isn't he gorgeous? Isn't he lovely? He's such a love. I re- he really was a bit broken today after the butterscotch uh, incident in the yeah. car. Did it get all over the car? All over the car. Okay, I want to talk about Riley Dick Juba jeans. Oh, okay. Are they the ones you were wearing last week? No. These are there, right? Oh, hang on. I need to put my glasses back on. Elastic waist? Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, they're like jeggings. So they're like jeggings, and they're quite a cult item. What size are you in? I'm in a 12. Yep. Um, now, this is what I don't have hips to address, right? These jeans are the most comfortable jeans. They were given to me for my birthday last year by um, Mon, yep. who knows things. She does know things. Um, and I pulled them out and they were tiny and I said, there's no, darling, there's no way I'm going to fit into those. They have magical properties. <laughs> it's like an instant gut lift. It's they like look, a tummy look, tuck. They look fantastic. And they come in eight different colours. Do they roll under your gum? No. Oh. Sitting up nice and high. Mm-hmm. Um, why do they only go to size 14? Oh, fuck. You and I have, you and I, we need to. I'm actually starting to write about it this week. We actually have a duty of care. Yeah. Because, because they're comfortable jeans. They're we flattering. love their stuff. Yeah. And you and I spruik their stuff all the time. But really, they're fattists. They're not size inclusive. They're not and size I'm, inclusive. I'm going for them. I'm going at them. Good. I've got a friend who knows the Mrs. Deck Juba. Oh. Yep. So I'm going to start a national campaign. Of love. Yes. I'm not going to go at them. I'm just going to yeah, suggest... Yeah, it's a hard time for retail. Yeah. It's... I'm just going to suggest <laughs> that women who are larger than a size 14 quite often want to wear comfortable jeans. Yeah. Often want to wear a jean. Yes. That's not like a grandma jean from yeah. Noni B. Uh, yeah. With the elastic. You know, yeah. With the um, panelling on the back. <gasps> the panelling. At my biggest, they were my go-tos. Mm. Yeah. We've all been there. Oh. We've all been there. But I mean I just don't think I think I'm still there. There's there's companies like um Sportscraft and Trenary, they're they're running up to eighteens. Like that's their range. It's and from and eight I, to eighteens. And that's what the normal range should be. Even more so. Yeah. Because even if you're a size twenty two, you don't want to wear a moo moo. No. Because you might be you a know, size 22 and love your body and your craft, shape. Sportscraft has a black leather jacket that is like butter, and I am desperate for it. It's like $880. I don't care if it, take, it would take me five years of whatever that pay thing is to pay it off. But it goes to a, it does go to an 18. Yeah. But I've got a back like a front, you know, like a full forward. Like it's I know, just, because you can be a size 18, but there's a the size 18 different types of shapes. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm a twelve on the bottom, but I'm a sixteen, eighteen on the top. Yeah, so handy. <laughs> great for swimsuit shopping. I'm great, great for swimsuits. <laughs> swimsuit shopping is fantastic. Yeah, it, look, this is an ongoing thing, isn't it? And I have not been nice to myself about my weight in the recent couple of weeks. And you know what? It always ties back to how stressed I am. Yep. It's my. Um, it's like with Oscar when he gets cellulitis in his left leg. That's his weak spot in his body now. That's the poor, like the lymphatic drainage system damage and all that sort of stuff. So if his body is fighting any infection, it basically, once it hits... the signal alert. That, once it hits there, it doesn't do what it's meant to do and, that's, and it gets sick, right? And it's like my self-talk and weight shaming is when I'm really stressed. Mm. And it's like as soon as I'm really stressed, instead of actually staying stressed about what I'm should be stressed about <laughs> like oh let's get this let's see if we can actually get hit a deadline this month it's uh instead it's like yeah what are you gonna eat now yeah I was like, oh, fill that hole fuck see i when Exhausting. i always know when i've hit the skids is when i get the tingle of a cold sore so mm. i have these three little tablets now in my handbag all the yeah. time um 
and it, they work. So I get a little tingle. I go, right, you need to sort of have an audit of your lifestyle. Yes. You've got to not It's like up. your reset. Yeah, it, that is my signal to go, right, back into your exercise. It's like your, back shell, into your shell's qu- sh- like quivering. Do you remember <laughs> that movie? Under the Hedge? Over the Hedge? Behind the Hedge? Over the Hedge. That animated, great movie. That's a good question. I want to ask you guys out there, what is your signal that tells you that you need to stop? Yeah. Interesting topic. Yeah, what's your, what's your reset? What's your body's... What's the thing that your body does that tells you you need to reset? Mm. But now you take the tablet. Now I take the tablet. Yep. And, I and go, that heads it off. That, well, that fixes the cold sore situation, but it also tells me that time to reset. Mm. Um, back to the manufacturer settings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, you know, your beautiful Bertha. That's not Bertha anymore, though. What happened to Bertha? Bertha died. Yeah. Well... My Gertrude. Bertha was my um, massive Apple Mac that yes. I wrote my book on. Well, my Gertrude that I bought for me when I landed my first full-time salaried gig after the family realignment, she just keeps randomly shutting down. Yeah, hard drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you backed up? Yeah, yeah, everything's in the cloud. Yeah, see, I didn't do any of that. No, everything's in the cloud. All my book, everything, all my photos, gone. Oh, what? Yes, so I can choose to flog myself over that or choose to go, I'm an idiot, whatever. Next. Next. Move on. Next. Speaking of moving on, we're going to hit the reader's questions. Let's hit the reader's questions because there is there is hot, wet rice to be had. There is hot, wet rice. Chicken and leek hot, wet oh, rice. God. And I'm not that great a cook, so please don't judge me. Uh, dude, you're cooking for me. Yeah, I know. It's very, it's just... very, very, very nerve-wracking. No, it is just the best. Anyone, mm. like, seriously, people sort of go... People used to say this about when I was with when I was with chef as well they just sort of go oh you know I don't want to have to cook for a chef and I'm like dude you could give him baked beans on toast and if you've made it and he doesn't have to think about it he'll love it so it's just going to be delicious okay let's go um oh so many Kira says thank you for getting me through my period periodontal appointment it wasn't as bad as I had suspected it's still not fun it was a little awkward when I was laughing at something you had said and he had to stop, though. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing it. That makes me very That's excited. so good. Annalisa, housework. Who does the lion's share and how to motivate those around you to help? E.g., with three adults in the house, Ugh. why am I the only one with her head down the toilet scrubbing? And no, a cleaner is not an option. Edit. And also, how often does one clean? A little bit every day or a thorough once over once a week or a fortnight? Three adults in your room, in your house, they should all be doing equal load. Dude. And you're letting them get away with that. It's called a family conference. It's called sitting down around the table and going, this isn't about helping me. This is about being a team and everyone contributing in the household. And then you do a roster. Yep, roster. And Mm. don't nag them. No. Just, just like, let's just, no, what am I saying? I fucking go mental. Uh, I have a cleaner. She comes once a week and does a thorough clean, and then I do just as required. Are mm. uh, they? Um, oh, and I loved. Okay, so Annalisa, yeah. So she just sort of says that there's three adults. So I don't know if they're all family or if they're housemates. Doesn't matter. But doesn't matter. She's like, doing all the work. That's not fair. No. Unless, and it's like, unless they pay her to do it. Yeah, that's a different story. 
Um, and, you know, if they are your children and you've got the roster and no one's adhering to the roster, well, then you just change the, mo- then you just change the router or the modem's password. Um, and suddenly they'll be cleaning that toilet too sweet. Rachel, who is our friend, Rachel, originally Rob's friend, but now I have claimed her. She uh, runs a house for two uh, disabled um, adults in Canberra. She's an awesome human. I'm trying to bribe her to Sydney so she can do that for Oscar. Mm -hmm. And she can run the household for Oscar. So he can live somewhere else um anyway uh, rachel says if a housemate is able this is not regarding her house that you know, this is her own living if a housemate is able to take one clean bowl out of the dishwasher uh. to eat cereal from how come the entire dishwasher isn't also emptied rach i know who you're talking about and really it's time to just cut that dick off yes i'm ad- i am advising and recommending violence um right caroline why must tradesmen come at 7am? <laughs> Am I required to be dressed when they do? No. Or, or is a good dressing gown yes, sufficient? that's fine. Our house is like a goldfish bowl, so they can see me in the kitchen and the dining room. Um, yes, you can wear Ugg boots and um, look, they've seen it all before. It's like going to the gynecologist. There's nothing that those <laughs> tradies haven't seen at 7am. Really? And look, there's a... Great people, most of them. All the tradies that I've ever dealt with have always been awesome. Yeah. And hot. We were only just today talking about when we got the aircon unit put into our bedroom, which Rob did because he couldn't bear to see me suffer through another summer. That's how you know you've found a good one. Anyway, and the guy, because our house is so weird, and he went to drill and hit a water pipe. Yes, that's right. There was no reason for there to be a water pipe there. And, uh, yeah. And anyway, he is was the he nicest. He's so hot. Oh. He's the nicest guy. Northern Beaches tradies are just he's the nicest, step above. Well, he's the nicest guy, but he is fit. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, you're all wet. <laughs> Let me get you a towel. <laughs> oh, I've dropped it. <laughs> Let me fetch you another. This is terrible. Imagine if this was a man saying this about a woman. Oh, oh it's terrible. Oh, terrible. Okay. Objectifying men. So apparently Ooh. these are, apparently these guys... These tradies are landscapers. Oh, nice. And I just, seriously, they're there from 7.30 to 8.30. Bloody hell, give them breakfast and a show, Lisa. God. <laughs> Can I just show you quickly um, a photo of, um, do you know my friend, Mrs. Leith? Yes. She had, um, she's doing some work. She's going to have some surgery. Yes. And so she's getting some work done while she's in surgery. She had five french tradesman at her house oh sweet baby cheeses i'm just showing kim a photo of, of one of the french tradie. tradesmen that mrs leith sent to me we are pervy old women but have a look at that smile oh. and they're all french and just, she's sing- i'm actually she's single i'm actually rendered a little mute like, he's so cute terrible and so terrible so terrible, so terrible. This, is such a, this is such a double standard we've just been lambasting the <laughs> afl for their double standards and now we're here perving on 22 year old french tradie she had four of them in her house stop it okay sarah says how many and you dogs- know what she's like too oh i do know what she's like <laughs> i'm like yeah, so I'm not quite sure how much work, air quotes, would have been got done in that house. She's no a, slut shaming. 
You go say. Oh, you go say. There's nothing slutty about Mrs. Lee. She's just. Whew, it blows my hair back. Right. Sarah says, how many dogs are too many? <laughs> oh, my God. Julie says, I have a friend who has five great Danes. No, that's too many. Can you imagine the shit? No. Do you remember right back at the very beginning of blogging, there was a woman in the States. She was hilarious. And she had she had a great Dane. Mm-hmm. And she talked about like collecting the poo, like Ugh. and how you needed a full size shovel Don't. and like a Don't. anyway. And she was one of the first. She did a tour. She went on a tour and would stay at list, like readers' houses and stuff. And everyone was horrified. Like it was just so presumptuous. And did she think she was like you know some superstar? And like it was really interesting before monetization. Very interesting. She was a leader. Um, a bit like you and me, darling. Oh my God, Sarah's got a friend who has twelve Afghans. Picture or it didn't happen. Twelve Afghans. Apparently, they're the stupidest dog in the dog like breed. The oh, dog really? range. Oh, you are really wading into some very, very dangerous <laughs> territory right now. <laughs> if the Afghan Association gets a whiff of this podcast, you are going down. <laughs> uh, Amber says, Riley jeans are like a very cheap and painless instant tummy tuck. Yep. Praise be. Oh, is that what they're the, yeah, they're the they're Riley? Yeah, right, right. Um, and she's a very stylish <gasps> Louise, lady, Amber. She is. Yeah, she she's is. beautiful. I've met she's her in beautiful. real life. She's lovely too. She looks she's like one of those she, people, you know. She's got her shit together. Like you sort of look at her in a photo and, and you go. she's smart. I guess you just seem so normal when we converse. But then I see pictures of you and I go, I can't. No. I can't. It's like Foxy. I'd look at you and I'd sort of go, no, 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 It's like Foxy no, no, no. Flats, you know. I right. look at her and I'm like, how can you be so perfect? Yes. Yeah. Terrible. Um, well, not terrible. I mean, great for them. We're just, you know, Jealous. useless. Yes. Louise, why is my body falling apart? I'm only 44. Oh, Louise, let me just move along the bench so you can sit beside <laughs> me. I don't know. Like, what happens? Something happens when you hit your 40s. On the one hand, you are suddenly in a place where you know who you are and you're like, get fucked. I want this. I want that. Or, you know, I know who I am. I'm not standing up for that shit anymore. And on the other hand, the hardware hardware starts to wear out. I'm like, I can't, like, my hands permanently feel like they're on fire. Have you got arthritis? I've got early, yes, I have, but it's osteo. I've got early osteoarthritis. I don't have rheumatitis. Rheumatoid arthritis, um, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Weeks just walked in and Kate is literally death staring him to the ground. I just almost have to protect him and give him a hug. She's so hard on him. <laughs> and like, you know, the pancreas thing and now the fibromyalgia and the arthritis and the thyroid. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just like, it's like when you get a new car, it rolls off the... Off the and it automatically loses half its value. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you, when you clock over 40 and you, then that's it you know when you're born you don't need an oil and grease change for ages and ages it's like a new car and then as the car gets older it needs replacing the tires and it needs a new battery and it needs new this and that and you've had a few smashes and so it needs a bit of repair work so you're basically a 1972 what you're telling <laughs> what you're telling me is i'm basically the berry bus in human form <laughs> we're still astounded that the people who bought it haven't rung us back <laughs> Um, uh, Donna says, I'm packing three nights out west, leaving Sunday. Should I pack everything? No. So hang on, Donna, is this, Donna, I can't remember which Donna you are. Are you the one that lives out? Yeah, you're out like up in the, you're up in Queensland. Where are you going? If you're going out 
She's going. You know what I just did, don't you? North, east, south, west. Yeah, I did. Never eat, eat shredded wheat. No, never eat, eat shredded wheat. <laughs> You're not going to need to tap pack everything. That's no. ridiculous. No. Uh, someone said, Mary Ann says, yes, I'm a chronic overpacker. If you take more than a Woolies green bag, more of stuff, then that's just bad. Sarah says, Kim, I had this similar gut pain when traveling in Egypt. I sorted it out by eating wheat bix for every breakfast for two years. Were they soggy? I don't know. Never eat soggy wheat bix. Never eat soggy wheat bix. Ah, Julie, my run of bad luck. Does anyone know of a witch or someone similar that I can consult to get rid of the curse or anything I should be doing? Turning around three times while hopping, white saging the house, anything? And Lola says, same question for me too. <laughs> I, I don't know. What I don't do you, know. No. Uh, uh, there, you can't control any of that shit. There is a thing. You've got to laugh. People have talked about writing stuff down on a piece of paper and putting it in their freezer. Yeah, you can do all of that, but it's still not going to fucking change anything. No, you just got to lean into it. Lean into it. Find the humour in it. Although, you know. How was your adoption special? Yeah, I haven't done it yet. It's coming. In my head, it's spectacular. <laughs> it's like Walkley award-winning material in my head. But, of course, every time I think I'm going to do it, then, you know, like I've got a kid behind me, like gaming. or yeah. And they're and at school holidays. They're up until yeah. bloody... They better fucking go back to school. Oh, if, my God. If Gladys pulls a Swifty tomorrow night, <laughs> as I heard it could happen, I would cry. Okay. Uh, Jade says, loving the house, Mrs. Wu. Thank you. New house. Also love the fact you always have extras at your oh. house. <laughs> I hope when my boys get to that oh, time, my house is a gathering what, spot. Careful what you wish for. So when Woogs put up the picture on Insta the other day of all the boys on the lounge in her room, the message I sent her was, why are they all still there? And I had just kicked them out. Yeah. Um, Helen's like, why doesn't Jacuba start sponsoring us? Yes. Yes. Sarah raises... Sarah, you're quite mouthy, this... this, uh, awesome. this I like it. Keep it up. Love that. Um, she's quite mouthy about uh, why Jacuba doesn't go higher than a 16. Oh, yes, there we go. Yes. Um, someone talks about... It's 14. I know. But they do have some stuff that goes bigger, but then... No, they don't. And I saw, some, I saw something when I was there buying my droppies that I've got on now, and I just saw this... Oh, that looks so nice. I'm going to try it on. And it was their XL. And I did that thing in the change room, you know, where you get stuck. Yeah. And you're like, you, you, you can't, you're worried you're going to rip it. And yeah. It's going to pull it off over the head or pull you it on the neck. You get the nervous sweats. You should rip um, it. Just serves them right. Oh, gosh, everyone. Okay, everyone piles on on that. Should we start a political party no. lobby group? No. <laughs> we just need to keep mouthing and get your politicians to actually do their fucking job. Um, although we do get the politicians we deserve. Yes. So, um, anyone looking forward to term three here in Australia? Yes. <laughs> I'm not, just saying. Um, Andrea says, we just finished week one here in Queensland. Uh, it was brutal. Uh, what, is it only term, everything is, is it hard. only term three? Yeah. It's just everything is hard. No, how is it only term three? Because I think mean, it started with the bushfires and it's just gotten fucking shit ever since. Oh, look, Nicola Riley says, I love you, ladies. I've only recently discovered your podcast. Well, buckle up, buttercup. I know, where have I been? And I've been binging your back catalogue between new episodes. Today I listened to several episodes from 2018 while driving from Wagga back to Sydney. 
I was cry laughing at Mrs. Woog having to leave the room mid-podcast because of cyst talk, making her gag. My children kept looking at me like I was insane, but you made the five-hour trip oh, so much more enjoyable than good. usual. That's awesome. I haven't made you gag for so long. I know. I know. I'm really falling down. Shut up. <laughs> but you, you always had me at great dang dog shits. Yeah, I know. I could see it was going yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I remember going to the dog park. When no. We, the, no, the, the, there's the swimming part, the swimming beach part where you can take your dogs up on pit water. And we were there with our dogs the very short-lived, ill-fated time of owning two dogs. Um, with Yeah, anyway. And this guy turned up, was clearly like a breeder. And he had, well, maybe not. Maybe he just had four German shepherds. They were magnificent but he was walking around and he had a proper garden shovel and then he had a wooden stake and on the end of the wooden stake was like a gallon... This isn't quality listening, Dad. A gallon plastic drum that he'd okay. sawed off in half. I know where this is paper. going. Right. Scoop yeah. the shit onto it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Anyway, I just remember going, I couldn't love an animal that much. It's just too much hard work. What? I couldn't love... Like... I, I got resentful about changing shitty nappies. Yeah. I can't do it with a dog. Anyway, okay. Uh, Lisa. So I've been picking up massive amount of extra shifts at work. This is because I don't want to be at home with a bunch of teenage boys. Oh, Lisa, oh, I, I love you. Oh, is it terrible that I don't feel guilty? No. Plus, hubby has now learned to cook. So, Oh, my God, Lisa, lean into that shit. Yeah. You love being at work. Go to work. Yeah. Earn lots of money. Yeah. Not at home with teenagers? No, oh, no. God. Sounds good. So good. Um, Anna's saying she was loving hanging out for us recording today. Looking, Loving your work, ladies. It's a lonely, it's a little lonely and shut down. Just like um. many mates to chat to. Sometimes I don't feel like chatting and hitting. We're all fine on repeat. And you're right. You know, like sometimes you don't want to chat. Sometimes you just want to hang out in someone's kitchen and have a cup of tea and... Have some risotto. And just not actually do anything. You know, mm. like a phone call is you gotta you gotta commit. Oh, I like a good phone call. Yeah, you are a bit of a phone chatter, yeah, aren't you? I love a good mm. catch up. A chin wag, I call them. A chin wag. Because yeah, you're actually sixty five. Um You're a little mm. bit judgmental today, Kim, but I I'm am willing a, to forgive you. I am am a little bit. Well, um uh, Marianne says she'd love last week's question. Does anyone follow the Mediterranean diet? No, don't follow diet. My forty, my I'm forty eight. My doctor's recommended it. I'm forty eight. I've diagnosed with low iron, high blood pressure, and cholesterol. No wonder I feel like shit all the time. My COVID diet of refined sugar and all the yummy trans fats have done me no favors. Uh, Jennifer says she did for a certain extent. She was insulin resistant. Um, I was insulin resistant. And my endocrinologist put me onto this drug that made me feel like shit. And so I just went, fuck that shit. Like, just, just pull your head in. Eat properly. And now I'm not insulin resistant anymore. <laughs> um, the end. That was a great, that was a this great is, story, wasn't it? This is like basically Kim's medical helpline. <laughs> Danny, husband's wardrobe. Yeah, mine had that. Got rid of the husband. He's gone. And do you know what's really funny? Is now I tend to have one, and Rob's side of his be- the bed is in perfect. Is perfect. Like there's not even any dust. Oh, why am I? Not and my side has like the, just shoes and the pajamas, but then also the house clothes, and then that outfit that I wore once that I could still wear again. I 
And, and then you find a pair of underpants, you go, are those clean or not? Then you have a big sniff and then you pass out and then yes. you come to and you go, no, yeah. they're dirty. Yeah, they're dirty. <laughs> um, so look, uh, 10 years, she's trying to find a solution. Just forget it. Oh my God, he does his own washing. Danny, just, just let it go. Let it go. He does his own washing. Fuck. Does he scrub a toilet? Because if he does that, then... Dude, I'm going to start the risotto because I'm about to die of hunger. Okay, start the risotto. Okay, how yeah. far are we going? Yeah, where are my stuff? Okay. I'll just chirp in the background. All right. I'll, 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 I'll put it over here. So, Belinda says, you might remember back in March, my manager was giving me a hard time about work from home due to compromised immunity. I have returned to the office a couple of days a week, work from home other days. This week, I Skyped into a meeting. My manager was in the actual room. I could hear her talking about me to the person next to her and saying my, doc- and saying my doctor was a nervous Nelly, amongst other things. What's my next move? She has gone on rec leave for a month. Um, even though she's gone on leave, I would be writing a letter or an email to her that you don't send straight away, I'd write it and then come back and write it again. What you doing there, sweet jinks? Why isn't this working? That will sound nice in there. Because I actually was holding I was holding this down there, so it'll get they'll get them they'll get them. They'll get me heavy breathing like no tomorrow. Look at that. Wait till you put some wine in that. That's gonna be delicious. So good. Um yeah, you need to write a letter, a letter, and just say this is highly inappropriate that you're talking about me, that you're making presumptions about my doctor. Just get in your box, uh, Cindy. Can't wait. I need to pick me up, and you girls always make me smile. I have been very sad today. Oh, it's been ten years. Oh, see, it's been ten years since my mum passed away. Oh, that's terrible. Um, she misses her so much. Oh, it never gets easier. I don't think it doesn't. I don't think it does. You just get used to it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jenny. Oh, I found out this week that the woman who bullied me and my two workmates out of our beloved jobs has resigned. I'm hoping she was given no choice. My two workers, my two workmates have secured work while I still haven't. I'm thinking about asking for my job back. I figure if I don't ask, the answer's always no. Good idea or move on. Oh, ask. No, Jenny, you never go back. You have to remember that that workplace was the place that actually permitted that behaviour and did not support you and did not deal with the situation. Or, you never go back. Or you can go back and then just like espionage, like just do things to really fuck them over. <laughs> okay, that's all the questions. We're done. Mm. What's your favourite hot wet rice flavours? Oh, uh, chicken and leek. Yeah, so good. I know. Chicken and leek is just like, to me. Leeks. Leeks. Why like are they so expensive? Why, why are leeks so expensive? Like, even when they're in season, they're expensive. This, to me, is super fancy because I don't buy them. Because I'm like, oh, they're $3 expensive. each. Yeah. But they're worth it. Look at that. Oh, like you get what, a kilo of onions for that. I know. Caramelised leek and onion. I know. And then you're going to put wine in there and, and all of that's going to come up. up. Yeah, you're going to help me with this because I'm not a good cook. So you know I'm cooking for you. Oh, you know that I'll just take over. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy for that to happen. <laughs> you need to sit on the lounge with Rob. Yeah. What was that? Oh, my God. There's a... Is that... Oh, that's a cat. I don't know. My glasses on. It looked like a scruffy dog. Um, are you happy to take over now? Yeah, I'll take over. <laughs> All right, we're going to go now. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, sorry if we're a bit 
I'm not sorry at all. No. We're here. We turn up every week. We're here. Week. We've done it. Thank you to our Patreons. Yes. Thank because you. Because we really, really appreciate that financial support for the rest of you tight asses. It's not that hard. Go to the Facebook page. Throw us five bucks a month. Yeah. And we'll keep turning up for you. We'll keep turning up. Even if you don't want us to. We're going to keep turning up. Anyway, you All have right. a great week, as we like to say. Just keep plucking.